That's next week. I'm calling okay. him DW. That's all I'm calling him. No, because when you're in trouble, you call DW. <laughs> That's Darkwing Duck, Mike. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Football Absurdity Podcast, the only podcast unfazed by tryptophan. We're all awake. We're all here. Let's go. Let's do it. Turkey can't keep me down. That's right. I'm just built different. (laughs) Nor can can the uh, two Bud Light seltzers and three glasses of wine that I drank. Oh, boy. Well, that (laughs) kept Walker down. All right. So this is our post-Thanksgiving day uh review and then we're also going to preview the rest of the games which there's actually 16 games this week we got a lot to go through if you want to check us out online our website is footballabsurdity.com we have about a dozen articles that go up there every week we also have a discord which there's a link to the description in this episode uh we also have a wednesday episode where walker and i talk about walker's ranks for this week which thanksgiving was a banner day for walker's ranks walker had dalvin cook as the as like rb21 on the week so already doing well um, you can also check us out on Patreon on Tuesdays. We release a, um, an episode where we review, uh, the games from Sunday and, um, we will, uh, during the off season, have every other episode in that feed. All right. Now that we got that out of the way, let's get into the games. So, uh, last week, uh, or last yesterday morning, I, I guess Turkey does. I guess I'm not built different. Turkey's got me in its grips. Uh, first game from yesterday, Bills 8-3 and three, defeat the Lions, who are now 4-7. and seven. Uh, They win 28-25, to 25, a game a lot closer than people thought. Um, Walker, I, I hope you should know that uh, my wife's family was rooting for the Lions in this game because of you. Because I was like, oh, like one of my best friends is a Lions fan. And they're like, okay, well, we'll root for the Lions then. Uh, all in all, it was a fun game. It was a good game. Um, Walker, we'll get your impressions of the Lions <laughs> first since it's your team. Uh, yeah, um, it, I think it was a pretty well-played game for the most part by the Lions. Um, mostly well-coached as well. Um, I think there's been a couple people, uh, even some prominent sports writers who have been like, the clock management in this game is why you have to fire Dan Campbell. And I'm like, what are you talking about? <laughs> did you see how bad the team was last year did you see how much better they are than that this year yeah it's it's people tend to like micromanage things that they don't like about um about coaches and it's like no i mean i'll take some bad clock man andy reed has terrible clock management he's one of the greatest coaches of all time yeah yeah i mean i do i agree that he should improve in that area yeah uh do i think that he should not be the coach anymore because of that absolutely not that's ridiculous no and um Mike, did you get a chance to watch this one? Yeah, I had it on in the background, so I followed it like radio style. Oh, radio style. All right. So um, do you have any impressions about the Lions or the Bills from this game? I mean, the the, la- the last three, was it three games, Walker, or four games that they've just really just taken a, a great leap forward? And, uh, yeah, last four, yeah. And this is this this is a, a, a test that I think proves that this team isn't like they've been um, it, over the last whatever since they made the playoffs the last 20 years or wherever it's been since the last time they made the playoffs. Uh, 
they they really showed up. They they did a, a great job. Um, and it, the score shows for it. I mean, outside of safety, it would have been a one-point game. Yeah, I think this game for the Lions kind of felt like when you think about, like, um, you know, teams that are on the right path, they have those those for lack of a better term, moral victories where it's like, oh, they can hang with the Bills. Um, and even though they didn't win, that's encouraging for their future. But yeah, this is four straight games where they've played well. I mean, they've gone three and one in that span. Um, but this is my impression of that game. Oh, I'm Josh Allen. My elbow hurts. I'm going to throw for two touchdowns. Uh, that was my <laughs> impression of the game, folks. And All right, let's, 78 yards. Yeah, and another touchdown. Let me ask yeah. you both this. Uh, Isaiah McKenzie, 10 Target, six catches, 96 yards, and a touchdown. Should we go add Isaiah McKenzie? No. No. I say yes. So hmm. I'm not saying that you should, you're expecting six for 96 and a touchdown on 10 targets out of this, but we've got Bipocalypse coming up in a couple weeks, and actually are the Bills part of Bipocalypse? Am I going to shoot myself in the foot with this point? No, uh, they already had their bye. Yeah, yeah, they already had their bye. So we've got Bipocalypse coming up in a couple weeks. Isaiah McKenzie does play primarily out of the slot, and that is a yes, role that we tagged for him before the year in that Cole Beasley role. And I'm not saying go at him and start him right away, but I'm saying there's some guys that are probably at the bottoms of your rosters that have less upside than Isaiah McKenzie in the slot in this Bills offense. Um, so I'm saying, you know, maybe like a $3 fab bid. Don't go out of your way to go get him. Um, they do have a couple cuff, uh, tough defenses coming up, Patriots and Jets. Uh, but then they have the Dolphins, uh, Bears and Bengals. Bengals should be a fun game. That's in the fantasy finals. But I think that you should go at him uh, maybe as a sicko stash, maybe after waivers run because people might have forgotten about him or a few buck fab. But I wouldn't go out of your your way to drop a bunch of money on him. I'd say that he's still worth a roster spot, though. And also to further your point, um, because I do chart the bills every week. Isaiah mm-hmm. McKenzie has that slot spot. Before the Bills were splitting it up, that the split is no more. This is Isaiah McKenzie's slot. Um, he's um, gets enough volume of snaps to be legitimate. It's just going to be dependent on whether Josh Allen targets him or not. Yeah, and he did have an abnormally large number of targets in this game. He had 10. Uh, Gabe Davis and Dawson Knox, Dawson Knox combined for seven. So it's kind of like... There's way too many targets going that way. But if he drops down to like six or seven targets, if they're high quality targets, I think he, he could PPR his way to a good game for you. Kind of like um, like what Corey Davis did for a while in his last year in Tennessee before he uh, went over to the Jets. So, um, yeah. And then Gabe Davis, Dawson Knox, like I just mentioned, uh, just a byproduct of uh, Isaiah McKenzie suddenly getting 10 targets. Yeah. Uh, Will Harris did a really bad job covering him in the nickel. So um, they just kept going after that matchup. Yeah. And uh, Stefan Diggs had the catch of the year, I think, so far. Oh, no, I forgot about Justin Jefferson's last year. Yeah. <laughs> but the, but, but the, the catch. catch to put them into field goal range was just an incredibly impactful catch, and it was a great throw, too. I think that, that's, I think that that's more the pass of the year because Justin Jefferson bailed out Kirk Cousins, whereas uh, McKenzie and Diggs kind of. Allen and Diggs. Sorry, Allen and Diggs, yeah, combined forces to make that catch. Um, what are we doing with DeAndre Swift? Five carries, 19 yards, four receptions, 24 yards. Had a touchdown called back on the Lions' favorite yard line to be on between the two and the three. Three, yeah. <laughs> so uh, what, are we, what are we doing with De- DeAndre Swift going forward? Um, 
I mean, it's clear that they still want to get him involved, but it's also clear that he's not 100% healthy. Mm-hmm. I mean, that shoulder is strapped to all hell. Um, he's he's playing because he wants to be out there, and the team knows they have roles and that they can use him in, even not at full strength. But he's not going to get more than, like, 10 touches in a game right now. So mm-hmm. he's certainly playable in good matchups, but I, I think he's a matchup-dependent flex right now. Wow, that's saying a lot. Yeah, and I think, too, uh, it's a situation where, um, you know, he had that he ended up over double digit fantasy points without a touchdown. It took a two point conversion for him to get there. So I think he's going to be involved enough that he he's not going to goose you and it's going to be a decent floor play. But Mm -hmm. I don't I can't feel right now encouraged to have him in my lineup, even if he did score on that touchdown. Yeah, he's just, uh, you know, he's limited right now in what he can do, and he's limited with uh, with the role that he's playing. So, um, you know, you're, you're not going to get a lot of – you're not going to continue to get a lot of DeAndre Swift rushing touchdowns, I don't think. And, um, you know, his receiving obviously helps. But, yeah, I mean, I, I think you're looking at a lot of games where he's going to end up right around 10 points. Yeah, um, and I think one of the reasons why he's going to be limited is uh, Jamal Williams. Jamal Williams, just they get it inside the five. They give the ball to Jamal it's Williams, cool. and then he's dancing in the end zone. Yep. It feels like it happens every week now. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, he's he's just he's efficient in that role. Um, they they like using him. And the Lions are a methodical team with a good offense. So they get into that position a lot. Yeah, and, um, you know, they're saying that they might get Jamison Williams back next week, which – um, you know, him coming back, I think that's going to be, if he breaks a long one, that'll be him getting tackled inside the five. So that means even more for, um, yeah, if Jamal will, or if Jamison Williams breaks a long one, I don't think anybody's catching him. Well, the Jamison Williams that we knew, we don't know what he's going to be like in his first couple of games back from his injury. Sure. Yeah. I was just saying that's a possibility. And what I'm trying to find here, and it's taken me forever uh is rushes inside the five here for jamal williams forgot to look that up let's see so jamal williams let's take a guess how many rushes inside the five do we think jamal williams has um, rushes inside the five go ahead walker 24 um i'm gonna say 21 he has 19 right now right now which leads Ooh. all running backs and here's the thing it's not because he had the extra game, because if Derrick Henry gets seven carries inside the five this week, Der- Jamal Williams will still be number one in that category. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, it's uh, he's doing incredible things. That's why he has nine touchdowns inside the five uh, leads the league in that category. So um, I think that's it for the Lions. Um, I'm on St. Brown. Uh, he's good, folks. He's folks, really good. <laughs> folks, he's good. All the reasons that people made up to not like him. Uh, I was right. I was also right. Mike, were you right? I forgot what you said about Amon Ra. But my thing about Amon Ra was that he's he's really good. I just didn't know if the volume would be there with him with TJ Hawkinson and DeAndre Swift in their intermediate zones. So what I'm hearing is I was wrong. I was wrong. I, I'll there take a go. wrong on that one. He's he's already <laughs> up to 88, 88 uh, targets in 10 games for Amon Ra St. Brown. So, uh, that, that seems good. That's a lot. That's a lot of targets. All right. Uh, let's go on to the middle game from Thanksgiving. Uh, Cowboys win 28 to 20. They are eight and three. The Giants are seven and four. Um, 
in this one, uh, oh, I forgot to mention, uh, for Buffalo, Detroit, uh, Von Miller suffered a knee injury, did not tear his ACL, but they're thinking he's going to miss several weeks. In this game, oh, however. Oh, that's good news. Yeah, yeah, I saw that today. It's not a tear. So, hooray. So, uh, we all had Buffalo in this game. We also all had Dallas in this game. Um, no injuries on either side. Uh Let's start with the Cowboys. Um, Zeke Elliott, much like I wrote, I wrote in the Thanksgiving article. Zeke Elliott, much like Benghazi, is ain't going away. It's <laughs> 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 <God damn. laughs> uh, sixteen for ninety-two and a touchdown, uh, one reception for three yards. Um, you know, the Zeke Elliott Thanksgiving Day touchdown is something you can pretty much bank on as long as he's on the Cowboys. I think. Yeah. Yeah. It's. Uh... It was it was weird that him and Pollard almost like switched bodies in this game. He Pollard, looked the best he's looked in a long time. He did. He yeah. looked sharp. Pollard couldn't. Uh, he he wasn't really getting blo- great blocking. He couldn't find those big lanes where he could have space to cut back and use his speed. And yeah, Elliott was just finding holes and and turning out five six yards. He he looked good. Yeah. Um, Mike, uh, are you worried about Tony Pollard in this one, or is it just a one-off? Do you think that he'll get the rollback from Zeke? Yeah, I think I think what they have is pretty much what it's going to be. It's just going to be touchdown dependent. Is Ezekiel Elliott going to get the touchdown, or is Tony Pollard going to get the touchdown? And that's going to decide on who who has the better game. But I, I think the carries are going to be split down the middle. They were yesterday. Pollard had 18. Ezekiel had 16. They're going to sort of split the, the receptions. Ezekiel will probably always get more receptions because he's on third, third down more because he's just that much of a better blocker. So he probably will get a little bit more receptions, but it's going to be a split split field. It's just going to be who's going to score that touchdown. And it's going to be Zeke. That's the thing. They yeah. always give they like they they my, one of my questions is going to be is Ezekiel Elliott. Uh, a, a superpower Jamal Williams, the way that they use him. Right. Because yeah, he has he has eight carries inside the five, uh, Ezekiel Elliott does, so uh, in nine games. So um, that's a lot. That's a lot. And I think that that's going to buoy his value. Like, people were talking about, like, I saw people say to sit Ezekiel Elliott. I was like, uh, no, he's going to score a touchdown. Like, he, he does it all like every game he scores a touchdown. So, um, you know, I'll continue to, you know, I'll keep drinking that garbage. I'll keep rolling yeah. him out there. He's got, um, you know, let's see, he has six touchdowns in his last four games that he's played. Nice. I'm not going to, I'm not going to argue with that. Like, I, I think Tony Pollard's a much better player. And I think we're suffering from the fact that people think that Tony Pollard's a much better player. So they don't want Zeke to get touches, ignoring the fact that Zeke will get touches. Yeah, Pollard's better in between the 20s, but when you need short yardage and third downs and goal line t- touchdowns, Elliott is the guy. Yeah, and that's what the Cowboy, That's how the Cowboys use him. So, um, let's see, C.D. Lamb had lots of targets. He had lots of catches and lots of yards. Um, that sounds right, yeah. Yeah, 11 targets, 6 receptions, 106 yards. Michael Gallup finally came through a little bit, 5 for 63. Still a guy that's going to, I think... Um, He's going to be low risk, low reward. I think he's going to max out at a flex every week. Yep. Um, uh, Jake Ferguson had a bunch of yards. Uh, Dalton Schultz, two touchdowns. I mean, it's Dalton Schultz and and, da- and Dak Prescott. Dak loves to throw Dalton Schultz inside the five. So 
Um, anything else with the Cowboys that you want to talk about? Dak had an okay game, 261, two and two. Dak had a tale of two halves game. He was awful yeah. in the first half and fantastic in the second half. Yeah, it kind of came together. I mean, um, yeah, I uh, I asked my brother-in-law. I was like, what happened? He's like, I, I'm not sure. I was half paying attention. I think Dak threw two interceptions and three drives. And I was like, yes. that can't be right. And then we looked back. I was like, oh, yeah, okay. That's kind of what he did. So, uh, yeah, great second half, bad first half, and uh, enough to beat the uh, fraudulent New York Giants. Yep. Uh, yeah, the Giants didn't really do that much in this game, it felt like. No. They, they I mean, kind of they hung around for a while, but it never seemed like they had any sort of control over the game. Yeah, and they um, – so let me ask you both this before we talk about the Giants' skill position players. They've lost three out of their last four. Yes. Um, they play the Commanders twice, the Eagles twice, the Vikings and Colts. How many wins do they get for the rest of the year? Two. Ooh. I say three. I say they beat the Commanders and they I think they the I think they split with the Commanders, but that's it. So I think the Colts' defense oh, is too good. Well, maybe. Yeah. I mean, so. it's just that the the Giants have won, you know, a lot of tight games this year. Again, you know, Titans they beat, Ravens they beat. So. Yeah, but those could also be fluke ass games, which they sure. kind of feel like because the Giants sure, sure. aren't that good. Yeah. All I right. think they split with Philadelphia and what? the Commanders and beat the Colts. Wow, Mike, Mike, put money, uh, put money down now if you think the Giants are going to beat the Eagles. Do it. Do it. I should. It. I should. That, you can't. You can't. It, it's illegal in the state of California, Mike. Uh, oh, did that go through? Uh, it's illegal. We got no. him. We got him. Move in. Move in. Mike's gambling. <laughs> All right. Let's talk about the Giants. Uh, there's nothing worth talking about. All right. Next game. Yeah, Pretty not much. even I Saquon mean, Barkley. Yeah, Daniel Jones was uh, Daniel Jones. Very inoffensive and boring. Yeah. Saquon was inefficient again. The Dallas front was too much for the New York offensive line. Mm-hmm. Um, Darius Slayton was okay. He made a really cool catch. Um, yeah. Richie James had five for 41 and a touchdown. Um, I guess if you're desperate, Richie James is a sicko stash type guy. I guess. I That's mean, too sicko for, for this sicko. I mean... They're going to throw to somebody in the slot, and with Wandale injured and Shepard injured, it's going to be Richie James. Yeah, that's true. I was That just reminded me, so my brother-in-law has been in Korea for pretty much the entire football season, and he was, he was back for Thanksgiving. Mm. And he was like, what is going on with the Giants receiving core? And I was like, okay, so they started the year with Kenny Galladay, uh, Wandale Robinson, Kadarius Toney, uh, Sterling Shepard, and Darius Slayton. And I said, uh, Kenny Galladay sucks. Uh, oh, and then I and then I explained what happened to Daniel Bellinger's eye too. But I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, Kadarius Tony is a is a chief. Uh, Wandale Robinson tore his ACL. Kenny Galladay sucks. Uh, Sterling Shepard uh, is out for the year, I think. And mm-hmm. so now they're throwing to. Uh, and then I just looked up and I was like, Lawrence Cager. <laughs> and he was like, Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, it's not very good. Yeah. I mean, that's that's one of the reasons why I'm not bullish on them continuing to, uh, for the rest of the year this way that they started, because the whole offense is Saquon. That's it. 
That's the whole offense. Like we talked about earlier in the year, Walker, with the chopped basket, where they made the whole offense out of Saquon. Like, that's yeah. what Brian Dable was doing. Yeah, uh, he was hiding everything else. Yeah. Um, it would be really funny if the Giants did what you said and go one and five the rest of the way, finish eight and nine, and then the Lions also finish eight and nine and uh, get into the playoffs at eight and nine on a tiebreaker. That would rule. I would be so excited for that. That would be extremely funny. Yeah. The eight, right. nine, eight and nine Lions at uh, 13 and four Vikings in the first <laughs> round. Uh, yeah. I was trying to think if 13 and four would get them the first round by, but no, the Eagles are probably going, what, like 15 and two? Or 14 and three, yeah. Yeah. So, no, yeah, 13 and four wouldn't get them the first round by. All right. Let's talk about Minnesota 33, New England 26. The game I have not watched yet. Because I set my DVR to record it, and then I accidentally set it to record a replay of the afternoon oh, no. game. So I have not yet watched this because uh, I have a set recording for NFL Network that I think is going right now. So I'll watch this afterwards. All right. Um, stuff happened. Uh, Dalvin Cook, 22 for 42. Uh, <laughs> four catches for 14 yards. Walker, here's your uh, your victory lap. Ranking him as, Q- or as RB21 on the week. Yeah, I just, I mean, obviously he's going to get a fair amount of touches, but I just didn't expect him to be efficient in this game against New England's run defense. And he was even more inefficient than I could have predicted. Yeah, yeah. no doubt. 1.9 yards per carry average. Yikes. The o- yeah, the only guy on his team with the worst yards per carry was Kirk Cousins because he kneeled down once. All right. Um, uh, um, I mean, Dalvin Cook, we're still starting him most weeks, right? Yes. Oh, yeah. yeah, absolutely. Yeah, he, he's got the Jets, the Lions, the Colts, the Giants, and the Packers from here this, through the fantasy finals. This is about as bad as it gets for Dalvin Cook. Is nine oh, points. yeah. Yeah. Yeah, this, is, this, is, this was him bottoming out, and it's still better than, like, most of the guys out there. Yeah, his floor game is running back 30. Yeah. We've been so, you know— Dalvin Cook has has taken a step back and we've kind of not talked about it a lot this year, but it's because he's taken a step back in a way that he's still a must start guy for most teams like his finishes on every week, 14, 8, 14, 11, 26, 15, 25, 14, 24. Uh, but those were bad matchups, seven. And then he's he's got 10 fantasy points in this one. Those were um God, I did it again. I'm reading the fantasy points, not the ranks. I'm going to stop talking. Anyways, let's talk about Justin Jefferson. He's good at football. That I can talk about. Hey, this guy's really good. Okay, Adam Thielen. Everybody left Adam Thielen for dead because he had three targets last week. What did I say, Walker, was happening? Uh, Kirk Kirk Cousins got uh, destroyed. He got uh, atomized. He got obliterated. He got Thanos snapped against the, the Cowboys. So that's why... Adam Thielen only had three targets last week. He could bounce his back with 10 targets, nine catches, 61 yards, and a touchdown, spitting out the post-game turkey. I heard about that, uh, even though I didn't watch the game yet. Oh, is Uh, he vegetarian? uh, No, he said it sucked. Yeah. (laughs) He he took a bite, and he was like, this this is dry. Yeah. (laughs) And then then ran over to the side and, and, yeah, spit it out. Yeah. That's really funny. So after bottoming out against Buffalo for uh, wide receiver 44 finish, Dallas wide receiver 68, he's now been a top 30 guy three out of his last five games. Uh, you know, people were 
Hawk or chalking that up to Hawkinson. They were Chalkinson. Um, <laughs> Chalkinson. But I think it's, you know, he had seven, 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 three and 10 targets in his last five games. And four of those were with Hawkinson around. So I think that he'll continue to get the targets. Touchdowns will come. I mean, would it be that surprising? He's got three touchdowns right now. Would it be that surprising if he ended up with eight or nine? Because that's kind of how he goes. That's his role. Yeah, I guess. I guess. Oh, breaking news. According to my sleeper app, uh, Hunter Long's status has changed from questionable to healthy. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, sleeper. <laughs> Great. Is that Hunter Long, you know, really important. Yeah, very important. Um, one thing I want to double check with uh, Adam Thielen before we move on. Oh, Mike, we haven't gotten your thought on this. Uh, is TJ Hawkins in the tight end three on the year right now? Like rest of season? I think so. Um, yeah. Hey. The way these tight ends have been this year, I, I think he has an excellent shot. It's Travis Kelsey, Mark Andrews, and whoever. It might as well be TJ Hawkinson, cause yeah. especially in this offense. Waller's hurt. Pitts is hurt. Kittle is inconsistently used. It's got to be it's gotta be Hawk. Shrug yeah. emoji. I guess TJ Hawkinson. I mean, that's where I we've guess. ended up. I mean, that's, yeah. I mean, that's where we've ended up. It's like, I guess it's TJ Hawkinson. Kind of like how Zach Ertz was always top three, top four, because he got a ton of targets. It's like, well, yeah, the same I mean, theory. Yeah, and Dallas Goddard's hurt too. I mean, your tight end four on the season, or for the rest of the season, is like Pat Fryermuth, and he's <laughs> Mr. Six for 50. Yeah, Pat Fryermuth is just, he's, uh, he's, um, God, Mike, you'll know this. What was the guy's name in, um, Starship Troopers? Johnny Rico? Was that his name? I've never seen Starship Troopers. You've never seen Starship Troopers? <laughs> <laughs> what That's the hell? On. Mike, yeah. that feels like a prime movie that you would have seen. Anyways, there's we a... must be on the PGA Tour. Because <laughs> <laughs> Jeff okay. is teeing off. Okay, so there's, there's a bit, there's a running bit in the movie where the main character, played by Casper Van Dien, uh, he keeps getting promoted because people keep dying ahead of him. And that's what that's what Pat Fryermuth uh, has done this year. Yes. It was like everybody better than him just died. And so he's like, I guess I'm tied in for it now. Yeah, he, he continues to score 10 to 11 fantasy points every week <laughs> and just keep rising the ranks as others <laughs> fall around him. Yeah, that's OK. Uh, Mike, watch Starship Troopers. I, I got it. It's been on my forever list and I just never gotten around to doing it. Mike, it's good. It's an allegory for uh, American fascism. Oh, my God, I really got to do it then. You got to watch it. All right. Um, no, actually, it's just a cool movie about guys fighting bugs. No politics. <laughs> All right. Um, Kirk Cousins, uh, 200, 299 passing yards, three touchdowns, one pick. Uh, this was exactly the type of game that I said would be impossible for him in this one. Um, so I look stupid. Uh, yeah, me I, too. I did not anticipate him uh, tying his highest score of the season. So. <laughs> yeah, me neither. I def definitely didn't see that coming. So it could you be win worse. Some, you lose some. It could be worse. I was listening to yesterday's uh, CBS uh, Fancy Football Today while I was putting up Christmas lights, and uh, Heath Cummings said that he was picking up and starting Kenny Pickett over Kirk Cousins. So oh, it could wow. be <laughs> friend of the show, Heath Cummings. Uh, what the hell are you doing, buddy? Well, uh, I picked up Matt Ryan, and I'm starting him over Kirk Cousins this week. Well, with the gift of hindsight, what the hell are you doing, Walker? <laughs> uh, yeah, I know. I think I got backed into starting Kirk Cousins a couple places because my other I think it was between Kirk Cousins and Jacoby Brissett and two quarterbacks. And I was oh. like, well, 
Uh, all right. Oh, I start. I started in our dynasty league. I started Trevor Lawrence over Kirk Cousins too. Ugh, Kirk Cousins so disrespected. All right. Um, let's talk about the Patriots. Uh, Mac Jones, he's bad. Oh, before we move to the Patriots, we got to talk about that catch. I don't know if you saw the catch though, Jeff. Which Justin catch? Justin Jefferson. I did see. I did see the Justin Jefferson catch. I wasn't sure if you were talking about that catch or the Hunter Henry catch. Catch. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's supposedly catch. Yeah, yeah. no, the Justin Jefferson catch. Awesome. Uh, it was good. It um, was probably the best catch I've ever seen. Is he the best wide receiver in the NFL? Yes. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, let's see. Um, do you think the Eagles screwed up drafting uh, Jalen Rager over him? <laughs> uh, I, w- I would say that that's a strong... Strong uh, lean that direction, yeah. Yeah. A strong probably. I might have to look into the numbers and and see, but yeah, maybe. I gotta check the analytics. Mike's gotta go into the lab, crunch the numbers, watch some tape. Yeah, no, um, yeah, Justin Jefferson, incredible. Just it's so great that like the Vikings literally laughed at the Eagles for taking Jalen Rager and they were right. Like Yeah. <laughs> they're like, you idiots. <laughs> we're taking the good player. <laughs> yeah. And now they also have Jalen Rager on the team. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> They've got why not both? Yeah. Yeah. So uh, you know. He's good, folks. All right. Uh speaking of he's good, uh not Mac Jones. He's bad, folks. Yeah, he's uh we I don't even know what to say about this guy anymore. It's just it's nof- never anything new. You you just know what you're gonna get. I mean, he's he had a good game i guess i mean he's 20 over 20 fantasy points for the first time all season Woo! Uh, <laughs> he did yes. it ladies and gentlemen he did it yeah so uh no mac jones is still not usable for fantasy he's no. qb2 on the week though good for him no he's got buffalo next week if you pick up mac jones you're an idiot <laughs> sorry if you pick up Mac Jones, you should quit fantasy football. If you pick up Mac Jones, you're a dum dum. You're a dodo bird. You should go extinct like the dodo bird. All right, uh, Mike, where is Ramondre Stevenson going to rank for you next year? Is he a top twelve running back? Uh, is Damian Harris still there? No, I think he's a free agent. He gone. If, if it's his backfield, then yeah, I would definitely put him in the top twelve, if not even higher than that, maybe even top seven. Yeah. Next going back into truly be Ramondre Stevens season. I'm going back in time and I'm going to show this to Walker last off season. When, when Walker was like, he's not good. Okay. I he's was just... when I was, when I was like, uh, he sure he's a, he's fine. He's a running back. And I love Steven season. All right. No, uh, Ramondre Stevenson, uh, only seven carries for 36 yards. So not that great, except for the nine catches for 76 yards on 10 targets, leading the team in targets and catches second in receiving yards. My wife got it. Uh, I just saw Nelson Aguilar's name. My wife sent me a text that said, you got to catch that Aguilar. I said, yeah, that's a pretty, uh, common refrain among NFL, yeah, <laughs> among right. NFL fans dropping a potentially game winning or game tying touchdown. Um, I don't want anybody on this team except for Ramondre Stevenson and Jacoby Myers who got hurt in this one, which is why, I mean, he's still (laughs) three for 62. Like, I think he played, I think I saw he played like 12 snaps. Wow. He still went three for 62? Yeah. 16 snaps. 16 snaps. Yeah. Yeah. He's a good football player. Yeah. 
So uh, Jacoby Myers, Ramondre Stevenson, and get the rest out of my face. Yeah. Yeah, there's nobody. Yeah. Yeah. Devontae Parker, no. I wrote him about him as high risk, high reward. This is what he gets you. Nelson Aguilar, you suck. Hunter Henry. Okay, the Hunter Henry thing. Was it a touchdown? Yes. Uh, Probably. It was. I mean, I saw a comparison of that weird Travis Kelsey one from a couple weeks ago where he, like, got it. He, like, caught it the same way that Henry did, kind of, like, thrust it across the goal line and then dropped it. And they were like, oh, yeah, that one's a touchdown. But Hunter Henry, like, he caught it. Sorry, he caught it. That's the only take I have on this game. I've seen two plays from this game. It was the uh, Justin Jefferson catch and Hunter Henry, which was definitely a catch. Yeah, yeah and then he, he fell across the goal line, it looked like, a little bit before he even dropped the ball. I mean, he scored twice on that play to me and still wasn't counted for anything, so I don't know. Give him two touchdowns. That's right. <laughs> for that, that one play. I need that. I played Hunter Henry. I oh, need- you played Hunter Henry? I to do that. That that that's why it was a touchdown. Yeah, <laughs> uh, it's a touchdown because I want it to be. That's right. Yeah. yeah. All right. Let's move on to Sunday's game. Sound good? Yeah. Sure. All right. Tampa Bay at Cleveland. Tampa Bay is five and five. Cleveland is three and seven. This is a forty-three point over/under. Tampa Bay three and a half point favorites. Uh, injuries in this one. Leonard Fournette is doubtful with a hip injury. Russell Gage is out with a hamstring injury. And Gio Bernard has been designated to return from injury. Uh, David Njoku uh, got in limited practice on Friday, but was uh, removed from the injury report for Sunday. Greg Newsom remains out with a concussion. And Ethan Posick. Posick? Poshish. I don't Posick. know. I think Posick. Posick. Uh, it was placed on IR. So before I get to my question for this game, uh, it's been a while, but we got trivia, folks. Trivia time. We got trivia sign. We got trivia sign. All right. So my question for this. Oh, oh no. I shared the wrong screen. Nobody look. Uh-oh. Nobody no. look. Ah. I'm not looking. No. I shared the wrong screen. There we go. All right. Perfect. There are four. Count of four fantasy relevant receivers in this game. Mike Evans and Chris Godwin for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and Amari Cooper's and Donovan Peoples-Jones for the Cleveland Browns. Which duo has more receiving yards on the year? I'm going to go Cooper and DPJ. I was also going to go Cooper and DPJ. Survey says Cooper and DPJ. Uh, there was time missed. Uh, uh, Chris Godwin struggled. And um, ever since Walker said, I know it was going to be this because you made it the question. I always think of the question in my head and then I look up the number. So I didn't I didn't cherry pick that. So Mike and Walker start off both with a point each. There's a question that is pretty difficult that has four answers and each answer is worth a point later on. So it's going to be oh, anybody's wow. game as we keep going. Okay. Uh, uh, so my question for this game, with Gio Bernard doubtful in this one, uh, with Cleveland um, being decent um, in run defense and very good in, in pass defense, uh, is this the game where Rashad White arrives, becomes capital H him? Uh, not really, because I don't think Rashad White's that good. Um, he's been very inefficient this season when he's gotten opportunities, but... I do think he'll be the lead back in this game, and I think he will have a productive fantasy game. Yeah, I, I think it takes more than just 
one game, but there's a lot of hype around this. There's, um, you know, where he's going to probably be looked at more favorably, even if he does less with it. Um, and with that said, I, he's he can catch the ball, you know, does he's a pretty good runner. So fantasy-wise, he'll probably do a, a good enough job to make fantasy um, managers happy. But overall, performance-wise, if we're going to scout the guy um, through NFL lenses, then it's going to be an average situation. I mean, yeah, I I think Rashad White, what's going to happen is because the Browns run defense, their defense against running backs is pretty bad. I think he's going to have a good game, and I think people are going to way overreact about it because it's something that they've wanted to happen all year. This is analogous to the big Cam, a- Cam Akers game his rookie year. Um, on primetime where everybody had been wanting it to happen all year so that they uh, once it finally happened, he, um, you know, everybody freaked out about it. And I think that's what's going to happen. And people are going to say, you know, when Leonard Ford, uh, I guarantee, I guarantee there will be somebody I was going to say with the check mark, but that doesn't mean anything more. There will be somebody with thousands of followers who say Leonard Fournette should not get double digit touches when he comes back. And that person is going to look foolish almost immediately because they're going to be tricked by the fact that the Browns run defense is terrible and their pass uh, defense is pretty good, especially their pass rush. Um, And so they are going to make Tom Brady's day very difficult. And so he's going to be smart and give the ball to Rashad White a lot. Mm. That's my take on it. And neither one of you have noticed that I've moved into the arrow that says, what does he even do? Pointing to me now. (laughs) What does he even do? Uh, he's uh, he's good on the podcast, folks. He he ho- he hosts the podcast, folks. Um, so in this game, let me ask you both this: uh, the four wide receivers that I mentioned earlier, um, can we start all four? Um, I think Godwin and Peoples Jones are more flex type options. Um, Evans and Cooper, I would start. Cooper's become a must-start player, especially at home. And um, Evans gets enough volume. He hasn't been the most efficient this year, and he hasn't scored as many touchdowns. But Tampa throws the ball a lot, and uh, Evans should should get the volume. Godwin, I don't see this as a game he scores a touchdown. And so he's been pretty average a lot of the season. Um, And then Peoples-Jones has, you know, he'll probably score 10 points. Yeah, Mike, what are your thoughts? Yeah, I think what Walker said is correct. Both Godwin and um, DPJ are more flex options than real starters. Um, but we'll, we'll see. Sometimes the score will dictate exactly how much that's true. If Tampa Bay's down, you know, quite a bit, then Godwin becomes a, a starter. Um, so... Game flow will depend on it, but if if we're just looking at what normally has occurred throughout the year, Godwin and DPJ are more flex worthy where Cooper is is not, and obviously Mike Evans is not. So, so say you have the four of them, and all your other wide receivers are hurt. Who are you benching, DPJ or Chris Godwin? DPJ. I think that might. See, I I think I'd go Godwin just because Godwin has been up and down where DPJ has been. Um, for four for you know like sixty and that kind of thing. So I'd rather take the ten points and hope that Godwin scores a touchdown. Yeah, I think I'm taking the the points with DPJ as well. And uh, you mentioned uh, Walker, I believe it was you. Amari Cooper's been good this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
top 10 two out of his last three games. Um, and he's been top 10 four times overall this year. Um, five times he's been top 12. He has been very good. Yeah. Um, uh, I, I wonder here, hear me out here. What if he was on the Dallas Cowboys? Do you think they could <laughs> use a number two receiver like Amari Cooper? Wow. That'd be crazy. That'd that, be nuts. That's interesting. That'd be, that's where he was. That'd be nuts. So, all right. Um, on the Tampa Bay side. Oh, I didn't ask Rashad white. Where are we Walker? Where do you have him ranked? Mike, whereabouts? Uh, would you have him ranked? Is he a starter this week? Yes. He's in the top 24. Uh, I'm going to go, because Cleveland's run defense isn't all that great, I'm going to go RB 14. Okay. I have him at 16. Okay. I have him at 15. Right nice. on. Nice. <laughs> in the, the rank where I decided before you guys answered that I was going to triangulate whatever your answers were. And I appreciate you both making it easy for me to put, to put a <laughs> what, number in the what's middle. What's between 14 and 16? 16. 16. <laughs> I'm glad, I'm glad, <laughs> I'm glad you both are pretending like we didn't have to stop the record so that I could uh, average out 14 and 16 and then edit it out. <laughs> um, so I think that's it for this game. Uh, would you start, are we starting Tom Brady? Thomas Patrick Edward Brady or oh. Edward Patrick. I would not do that. Not in, in one quarterback leagues, no. Yep. And this is the last time this year that we can feel good about the Browns quarterback. Because next week he, I don't know yeah. talk about this dude. He's, I think next week is a bye, but the week after that. Yeah, the week yeah, after week week thirteen against Houston. That's next week. I'm calling okay. him DW. That's all I'm calling him. No, because when you're in trouble, you call DW. <laughs> that's Darkwing Duck, Mike. Oh, Darkwing Duck. That's right. Yeah. I would have never known that. That's before Darkwing. your time, Walker. Yeah. Get this young and out of here. Um, <laughs> all right. Uh, who wins this game? Cleveland. I agree. Um, um, who do I, I have? got Tampa Bay. I Mike got Tampa Mike. Bay. Let's go Tampa Bay. I originally had, I originally had, I'll tell you, Mike, I'll tell you the same thing I told Walker. I originally had Tampa Bay and then I, in my mind's eye, just apropos of nothing, I saw like replay, slow motion replays of Miles Garrett sacking Tom Brady like several times. And I was like, oh, the Browns are going to win this one. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's my deep analysis. All right. Uh, next game up, uh, Cincinnati six and four travels to Tennessee, who is seven and three. 42 and a half point over under since he one and a half point favorites. This is a, I want to say divisional round rematch from last year. Uh, yeah. Yep. Yeah. That's divisional right. round rematch from last year. Uh, the Bengals will be without Joe Mixon, who is suffering from a concussion. They may or may not have Jamar chase from his hip injury. Uh, and for the Titans, Randy Bullock uh, is questionable. Uh, calf injury. He had a, a Thanksgiving injury cause he's a big boy folks. <laughs> he is a big guy. Yeah. He's a big boy. He's a he's a big boy. Uh, when it says calf, it says it's because he's eating a calf, folks. <laughs> All right. Uh, before we get to Walker's question, actually, let's get to Walker's question first. Will Tyler Boyd get more involved this week? No. Why not? Because Jamar Chase is coming back, and they're going to do really stupid things like have him on the field for 15 snaps and give him like eight targets in those 15 snaps. Uh, okay. I mean, if you say so, I think Mike? if he's, I think if he can't play, I'll, if, if he can't play 
you know, 50% of the snaps at least, then I don't think they'll play him. That's probably true. Um, I don't know how, uh, can you define what you mean by more involved? Because it looks like Boyd's been involved. He's just not been very good with his involvement. Well, he, he sucked last week. Yeah. He did suck last week. But he had seven targets. I would call that involved. <sighs> I think your yeah. question should be, I think your question should be, will Tyler Boyd pull his head out of his ass? Uh, okay. I mean, <laughs> if, well, it, it, fine. Then you can, you know, you can ask the question for this game. All right. Will Tyler Boyd pull his head out of his ass? That's my <laughs> question for this game. Yes. Yes. Because Tennessee's pass defense is bad. Yes. Garbage. Correct. No, I think Tyler Boyd's a flex this week. I think Tyler Boyd is, yeah, he's a high-end flex, yep. And wasn't it, like, a week before last week, or was it two weeks before last week, he had, like, nine receptions for, like, 120 yards and two touchdowns, so. (laughs) Yeah, he had a crazy good game. Yeah, he did a really good game against the Falcons. Uh, Eight for 155 and one, so really good game. Um, Let me ask you both this. If Jamar Chase is active, do we play Jamar Chase? Yeah. I think you have to. Yeah, uh, yeah, I think you have to. I am in the same boat. Even though I say when somebody's coming back from a multi-week injury, I want to see it first. There's a little asterisk next to that that says, except for bona fide locked-in studs like Jamar Chase. Yeah. Yeah. You know? If you're if you're a top five option at your position consistently. Yeah. Then. Yeah, you're going right back in the lineup. Yeah, that 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 statement is more reserved for guys like Michael Carter. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. It's like, like put, prove to me you're healthy before I put you in the lineup. Exactly. You know, I, I guys like uh, James Conner also got a pass for that because I was like, well, James Conner's just gonna fall in the end zone for a touchdown, and he got two that way. So, um, sorry, I cannot look at Walker because they are holding any on, and it was <laughs> making me. Lo- uh, I tried right. to look away. <laughs> um, <laughs> you're starting T. Higgins in this game. Um, are you start here? Let me ask you this: both Traylon Burks or Tyler Boyd? Boyd. Yeah, I have to go Boyd. I, you just can't trust that that passing offense for Tennessee. So I'd rather go with the more trusted Joe Burrow than the fanatic uh, Ryan Tannehill. Uh, two guys who were unceremoniously booted from Atlanta, uh, Austin Hooper or Hayden Hurst. Who are you uh, starting? Uh, Hurst. Hurst, yeah. He's been more stable. Do you yeah. want to start Hurst, though? He's on the fringe. He's. You, I have him at 13. You know, it's interesting. I haven't checked in a couple weeks, but Austin Hooper is not even the starter. He's been getting more involved lately for some reason. Um. Here, I'll look up his... Uh, they need to get Chigakonkwo more than one touch per game. Yeah. yeah my, my math tells me if he, he could go two for 70 or three for 100. Since, since the since the bye, Hooper has played 44, 47, 61, 61, and 45% of snaps. Hmm. So, not great. Yeah, uh, he's... Yeah. Okonkwo okay. has played 46, 41, 35, 32, and 45. So... Hooper is still the nominal starter, certainly. Um, but no, Okonkwo is somewhat involved. It's just that Hooper got a couple touchdowns this past week. Yeah, yeah, buddy. Streamed him. Oh, I need to get him out of my lineup for Scott Fishbowl. <laughs> but I, scre- I streamed him in Scott Fishbowl. Who needs Dallas Goddard? 
I'm so I, frustrated I didn't get into the playoffs with Scott. I was the third leading scorer in my division. Oh, that's really ridiculous. Good. We had like five people from my division get in. Yeah, I think six for mine did, maybe. That's crazy. All right. Um, enough about Scott Fishbowl. Sorry, Tony. Um, are we are we starting Joe? Oh, we're absolutely starting Joe Burrow in this yes. one against the Tennessee Titans. Yes. Uh, I would say don't start Ryan Tannehill. I'll ask you about this. Are we starting any Titan other than Derrick Henry? No. 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 All right. What about Samaje Ryan? Three receiving touchdowns last week with uh, Joe Mixon leaving the game with a concussion. Uh, is he a top 15 option? Mm. I think he'll finish anywhere between 1 and 24. <laughs> All right. Very you good. Were, Very they, nice. They, they watch him finish his RB25. Be like, great yeah. job, Mike. Yeah. I think, I, I think he's in the, uh, like, 12 to 18 range. I think, I think, this isn't me triangulating. I think he's probably, like, RB20. Without doing ranks, I think he's probably, like, 20. Because, like, he's going to get a ton of touches and a ton of opportunity. But he's still Samaj P. Ryan. He's and just Tennessee's okay. And defense is good. Yeah, yeah. Tennessee is going to do the stupid thing where this game is going to be like 16 to 19. And it's going to go into overtime. (laughs) And somehow still only be 16 to 19. Yeah, Samaj P. Ryan's going to have 19 carries for 48 yards and five catches for 19 yards. Yeah. Sounds about right. I was going to say, no score. It'll keep, he won't go full mixing. Yeah. He will not go full mixing. He'll have like 12 points and finish his running back 19. Yeah. So, all right. Um, I think that's it for this game. Who's winning? I got me the uh, the Bengals. Yeah, I'm picking the Bengals. I got the Titans because they'll figure out a way to win this game. They'll figure out a way to make this game really stupid is what they'll yep. do. Them and the Broncos both figure out yep. how to be really stupid, except the Titans win and then the Broncos lose. Broncos lose. lose. Yeah, exactly. yeah, when they make the game stupid. Der- Derrick Henry over under 28 carries. Over. Ooh. They they're who are they passing to? Traylon Burks and Robert Woods. I would give gonna, him third thirty one carries. I'm gonna go under. Just because okay. I, I want to. Mike's going <laughs> just Mike, I want to. Mike Mike's uh making sure that he and I aren't on the same side. I see how That's it is. <laughs> so oh. the podcast always comes out on top. Uh, <laughs> 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 All right, Houston one eight and one travels to Miami, who is seven and three. 46 point over under Miami, 13 point favorites. Mike better change this question on the fly because Raheem Mostert is doubtful for this one with a knee injury. Uh, Teddy Two Gloves is questionable with a knee injury. Derek Stingley is out with the hamstring injury. And Mike, cover your ears. Kyle Allen is starting. They benched the boy. I know. I cried. (laughs) Mike, Mike, I cried. I cried. (laughs) So, Mike, what is your question for this one? My question is, Pierce versus Jeffrey Wilson, most fantasy points. Who's going to have the more fantasy points? Jeffrey Wilson Jr., because Houston is literally the best possible matchup. And Damian Pierce, sneaky terrible last week. Maybe a rookie wall, maybe just a bad matchup last week. But if I had to guess which one, I would go with uh, Jeff Wilson, not only because of what I said, but also because one of them will have Tua under center and the other one will have Kyle Allen, Kyle Allen under center. 
and I know which quarterback I trust to move the, the offense better. <laughs> yeah, that's certainly true. I would also go with Wilson. Um, I, I had him behind Pierce in my initial rankings, but now with Mostert being out, uh, I think Wilson's probably a top 10 play on the week. Nice. I like that. Okay. Mike, what do you think of your own question? Yeah. So, yeah, I was, initially it was going to go – well, initially I was going to go with Mostert because I didn't know that Mostert was – but um, since we're talking about Wilson now, um, I I thought easy, but then it's like, okay, um, they're going to um, – no, never mind. That doesn't work out right. Yeah, just Wilson. Yeah, I'm just going to say Wilson. <laughs> whatever. Okay. All right. It was not working. You heard it here for, first, folks. Uh, Mike loves Zach Wilson. Got him in the trap. Got him. Let's go. Um, so Let's in, go this, in this game, you're starting Walk Waddle. You're starting Wilson. You're starting Tyree Kill. Uh, are you starting Damian Pierce? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Are you starting Brandon Cooks? No. No. Are you starting Michael J. Gesicki Walker? Uh, I think you can. Yeah! <laughs> what is Gesicki ranked for you? 12th this week? 12th, yeah. So I think it'll be a game where I think Tua moves the ball pretty well. I would start Tua in this game. Uh, I would not start Kyle Allen. I think that does it for this one, right? Pretty straightforward game. Oh, yeah. I know. Let me ask you about this. Would you rather start Nico Collins or... Let's think about a game that we've already talked about. Donovan Peoples-Jones. Uh, Peoples-Jones. Peoples-Jones. Okay. Uh, is Nico Collins a top 40 option, do you think, this week? No. I, it depends. Is Allen, is Allen going to prefer him um, over Cooks? Maybe. If that's the case, yes. If not, then absolutely no way. Are we starting Brandon Cooks this week? No. No. Watch me. <laughs> your your five receiver uh, league doesn't count. Oh, fine. All right. Um, all right, Mike, hit us with the win-loser draw for this one. Win-loser draw, Brandon Cooks, Jalen Waddle, Tyreek Hill. Uh, let's go with Cooks' loss. We'll go Waddle win because he scores two touchdowns. Tyreek Hill draw, which is 168 yards and a touchdown. Um, I will go win, hill, draw, waddle, loss, cooks. Mike, your your thoughts on your own win, loser, draw? My own thoughts are exactly that. Uh, hill win, waddle, draw, um, cooks, loss. I thought you were saying my own thoughts are exactly that. My own. And you can't have them. <laughs> All right, we got a clean sweep. Houston Texans are going to win this one. Easy peasy. No, it's going to be Miami. All right. Um, next game up, Chicago 3-8 and eight, travels to New York, well, actually New Jersey, to take on the Jets, who are 6-4. and four. This is a 39.5 point over-under. Jets 4.5 point favorites. Uh, for Chicago, ja- Jaquan Brisker is out with a concussion. Justin Fields is questionable and a game-time decision with a separated slash dislocated shoulder and partially torn ligaments. I would say he's probably not going to play. Just a thought. For the Jets, uh, Sauce Gardner and Corey Davis will be active after being inactive last week. And Zach Wilson, not only was he benched, but 
uh, Robert Sala at the beginning of the week said his ass is going to be inactive for this one. He's not even putting wow. on pads. He's not even on like second not or e- third string. Not even on backup duty. So, so no Jeez. Zach Wilson. And before we get to my question, it's time for more trivia. Yeah. All right. So my trivia question. Let me make sure. Elijah Moore has been famously fussy about how few targets he's getting in the passing game. And he has 34 targets. Where does this rank among Jets players this season? Third. Mm, that's pretty good. I, I, I'm, I'm going to go third. Yeah, third. Third. Woo. Tied with Corey Davis and Michael Carter. Very nice. I, I went in going, oh, I bet he's like fifth in targets. And I was like, what the hell? He's tied with two other guys? What's he bitching about? Because he can't he's, do anything with him. So he's just mad at himself. So he's projecting his anger on um, other players that he shouldn't be doing because that's not beneficial for him at all. He needs to be much more respectful to his team. And the moment he does become respectful to his team, the better off he's going to be. Yep. To To... I promise you that I will get not ass, make, Mike. I will, <laughs> yeah, not, I, I will not make this a habit of quoting Alex Jones, but to quote Alex Jones, he's a loser little titty baby. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. He's just whining. He's crying. Like he's <laughs> he's he's bitching and moaning. Like Oh, are you gonna cry? Are you gonna cry? Are you gonna cry, Elijah Moore? Please don't please don't come fight me, Elijah Moore. I don't want it. All right. Um Here's my question for this game, and I have to preface this by saying I do not think that Trevor Simeon is a better football player or quarterback than Justin Fields. But Justin Fields loves to run the little foot, loves to run around. He loves to run the football. So, are the backups in this game better for the wide receivers in this game? Because I think we're going to see a lot more Darnell Mooney. I think we're going to see more Cole Komet. I think we're going to actually see Chase Claypool. I think Elijah Moore might get targets. Is this is this game better? Is this going to be better for the receivers in this game, having Simeon and White? Um, probably a slight improvement on both sides. Um, I wouldn't say it's going to be huge because these quarterbacks are bad. Um, but yeah, I mean White is slightly better than Zach Wilson. I would say. Um, he does dump off to the running backs a lot, but I think he'll be a little more accurate and. Simeon will probably throw at a slightly higher rate than Fields did because you can't call any of the quarterback runs. So that's just a bunch more plays you got to fill in. Naturally, some of them will be passes. So, sure, I, I think that, you know, for Chicago, everybody gets like one to two more targets. And then for the Jets, it's probably about the same pass volume. It's just slightly more accurate targets. I think it might uh, be more pass volume just because um the offense will move more and also there'll be less plays where he pirouettes around and, and tries to do a zillion things before throwing the ball away um yeah. and uh because mike white will just go ah and throw the ball to a running back instead <laughs> <laughs> yeah pretty much the instant he feels any sort of pressure he's like who's the closest to me here you go <laughs> um so in this game uh garrett wilson or darnell mooney mm. i'm gonna go mooney Wilson. 
right, well, I think I think Garrett Wilson's in for a good game because uh, I think more often than not he's going to be the first read for uh, Mike White, and I don't think Mike White will get to his second or third read. <laughs> so I yeah, think that's it'll, fair. A lot to Garrett Wilson uh, in this game. Um, are Thir- we starting 13, James? Thirteen targets, eight Six. catches. 52 yards. I was going to say 13 targets, six catches, 43 yards. There you go. (laughs) Um, Two blown up screens. (laughs) Two of those are uh, one catch, negative one yards. Uh, Two of those catches. Um, Are we starting Michael Carter or James Robinson in this game? They haven't been that great since coming together. Um, Kind of limiting each other's ceiling. I think you can play Michael Carter in an RB2 or a flex this week um, because he'll probably get a couple more targets. But I don't. I still don't think he's a great play. I still don't think the Jets' offense is going to be all that good. Um, there's no guarantee that he gets the carry when it gets to the goal line. It seems to be a complete crapshoot. Um, yeah, I, I'm. I'm not super excited about it, but I think you can play Carter. Okay, uh, Mike. Same question. Um, are we starting James Robinson or Michael Carter? Chicago is sixth in fantasy points allowed to running backs per game. Yeah, I think they'll run more just because Mike White is the quarterback. So, and in the first week, James Robinson was there, a brand new team, trying to get things together. Then the second week was last week. So he got more fundamentally involved. I think this is the week that I like James Robinson to be even further involved in this offense. Um, by force and the fact that he's by force by <laughs> we're gonna he force hold the Robert ball. Sala at gunpoint <laughs> come here Robert I got a word for you um uh, I mean I don't know of all the coaches to hold at gunpoint I would not choose Robert Sala that's true no, I wouldn't choose him either I don't know how tall he is but he has like six five energy I would choose Nathaniel Hackett <laughs> he would cry he would wet his pants yes I choose Andy Reid just because I know if I get in trouble, I can outrun him. That's fair. It's very uh-huh. fair. Yeah. Um, Roasted Andy Reid. <laughs> He'll probably wait until I'm, I'm asleep and draw damn mustache cat. faces on me. I'm leaving this in the episode. My damn cat stole my headphones. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> she, she, bat, she batted at him and pulled him out of my ears. <laughs> oh. Leaving it in the episode. All right. Um. David Montgomery, top 20 option? Just yes or no? Yes. yes. Okay. Um, don't overthink this and do trust in Ebner. Uh, Cole Komet, start, sit? Sit. Yeah, sit with Jimmy and yeah. Same with Tyler Conklin? Yeah, I would sit him too, yeah. Right. How was he with Mike White, though? Or was it Joe Flacco he, he was really it, good with? He has uh, never played with Mike White. Yeah, he's never played. Yeah, because okay. uh, last year he was a Viking. Okay. Yeah, so this uh, is Mike White's first true. game action this year, I think. Okay, I thought he yeah. had a game in there with him. Um. Okay, yeah, I'll, I'll sit um, Tyler Conklin as well. Okie dokie. We all got the Jets winning this one. That's Say right. it with me. J-E-T-S. Jets, Jets, Jets. Jets have never let anybody down in the past, so this should go well for all of us. Yeah, this is going to go really good. The Bears definitely aren't going to win by 17 points for some reason. Yeah. Uh, all right. Atlanta travels to Washington, Atlanta, five and six, Washington, six and five. Uh, this is the the mid bowl, the two most mid teams in the NFL. Uh, 42 point over under Washington, four point favorites. 
Uh, Chase Young is off of IR. Logan Thomas is dealing with ribs and an illness. Um, he is available for week 12. Um, but he's not dealing with ribs like uh, like Andy Reid would, folks. His are injured. Um, for Atlanta, uh, Kyle Pitts, MCL sprain to the IR. Probably the last we see him this year would be my guess. Caleb Huntley is questionable with an ankle injury. And folks, the savior of Atlanta has been waived. We were told he just needs an opportunity and he'll produce. He's the best player in the entire history of the universe. Brian Edwards is now a street free agent. Actually, it's subject to waivers, but Brian Edwards (sighs) is no longer a Falcon. Yeah, that's the dream is dead. Was he a second round pick by the Raiders? Yes. I liked him as a prospect, too. I mean, everybody liked him as a prospect. It didn't work out. Nope. Sometimes it doesn't work out. Rest in peace, Brian Edwards. Uh, hopefully you're on that Devontae Parker plan. Rest in peace, Devontae, or uh, Brian Edwards. He uh, didn't die. He just stinks at football. <laughs> <laughs> he's not dead. He's just dead to me. Yeah. Got him. All right. Uh, Walker, what is your question for this game? Is Drake London a good start with Kyle Pitts out? Yes. Who are they throwing it to? Demir Bird? A little Lobby bit. Lobby Zacchaeus? Some. Cordero Patterson, who do they don't throw to anymore? Yeah, maybe like twice. Yeah, I think Drake London's going to get like eight targets. I mean, I joked eight targets and an 80% target share, but I think he'll get like eight targets in this game. Yeah, I mean, Marcus Mariota is going to throw, what, 20 times? So, uh, yeah, I, I, w- I would guess probably six or seven of those go to Drake London. So I, I think that uh, I think that he's a decent play. You know, I Washington's defense is good, but I think... They're better against the run than the pass. So I will give uh, – I, th- I think Drake London is a fine flex play. I think there's a lot of good flex plays this week, honestly, because nobody's on bye. Um, but, yeah, especially in deeper leagues, I think you can probably play London. Uh, in shallower leagues, I wouldn't do it. Uh, yeah. Mike, what do you think? I don't think – I wouldn't start him unless I had to. Um, they're just going to do what they do with Kyle Pitts, bracket him, and – He'll he'll get some good targets. Kyle Pitts gets good targets, but you know the the results are because you're being bracketed. The ball doesn't get thrown to you in a great way, and it's hard out there to make catches. So I think Drake London will be targeted quite a bit because he's the only legitimate receiver out there. But will he pull him down? I mean, we're looking what four for say fifty. You know, yeah. um, he's probably not going to score a touchdown. So that's like eight or nine points in. I no, I, I don't see it. Okay. No, that's fair enough. Um, the offense is bad. The passing game is the worst part of the offense. So <laughs> makes a lot of sense that you wouldn't, you wouldn't believe it. Um, despite that, are we still going to start a Marcus Mariota in this game? Are we starting Mariota or Heineke? Mariota. Yeah. Mariota. Definitely. <sighs> I might go with. Say it, say it. I want, I want to go with Heineke. Say, Say the thing. Heineke. Yeah. Yes. I'm I'm clipping that and I'm sending it to fantasy receipts. <laughs> <laughs> um, Terry McLaurin, he's good now, folks. Curtis Samuel, you should still start him, correct? Yes. Uh, this week, yeah. The matchup is really good. Yep. Yeah. Uh, Antonio Gibson, you can still start him, like RB23? 25 for me. Okay. Yeah, I, 23, 25, 20, yeah. Sorry, my cat is terrorizing me this episode. She just stuck her claws in my leg like I was a uh, cat scratcher. Ow. 
<laughs> I was wondering. It looked like you were like squinting. Yeah, it's because she was sticking her claws in my leg and I didn't want to yell on the episode. Um, Brian Robinson, he stinks, right? Yeah, he's not good. Yes, still does. Get him out of here. I don't know what the love affair with that guy is, but they. It's a they, good story. That's all it is. It's a good story. It. Yeah, he's Sorry. not. He's not good at football. No, he's bad. He can run up the middle. He's a powerful back, but that's all he can do. You know, I've he's seen the best. Quadri Olison. The best comp I saw for him was Alfred Blue. Oh God! Wow. I thought you were gonna say Alfred Morris, and then it got worse from there. No. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Alfred I Morris was at least Morris good. Too. I was gonna, he was uh, pretty good, and then. Alfred Blue, out of Yikes. the blue, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Logan Thomas, if he plays, I have him as a streamer this week, uh, 10% rostered. So if you're desperate, you can throw him in there, though. but I wouldn't recommend him. He's probably like 16 if I did ranks. I would not do that. Well, you I don't would. like Logan Thomas, so it doesn't matter. You hate Lo- <laughs> every Every week you hate Logan Thomas. You're like, That's not hey, true. Hey, Mike, you want to hear my Walker impression? Uh, <laughs> I think you should start John Bates this week. <laughs> <laughs> I, I have never said that. <laughs> Walker loves John Bates. Yes, he does. <laughs> I would start Trey McBride over Logan Thomas. Well, Trey McBride is playing Chargers. Yeah, that's actually a pretty good matchup. So I would I'd... start Jeff's favorite tight end, Juwan Johnson, over Logan Thomas. Ooh, Juwan Johnson. Mike wasn't on the episode where I declared uh, my hatred for Juwan Johnson. <laughs> he's I don't. He's not good. No, it's he's because not. you. Th- it's because you still think Troutman's better. Oh, no. Troutman is garbage. Troutman is like... <laughs> he's so bad. Dude, he's like... I wanted him to be good so much, but he sucks. <laughs> he is I awful. wanted to call him Colonel Troutman and, and make that yeah, a I know. You've tried to make that a thing, Mike. Uh, he's been he's been knocked down to private. Yeah, he's... <laughs> private Troutman, because I don't want to see him. Get him out of here. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think that's it for this game. I got the Washington Commanders winning this football game. Uh, I'm picking the Falcons. Mike also has the Washington Commanders. I'll just say Mike answers for him because Mike never remembers. <laughs> All right. Uh, who's ready for the worst game of the week and potentially the season? Uh, Denver, three and seven, travels to Carolina, three and oh, six. Oh, yuck. 35 <laughs> point over under Denver, two and a half point favorites. What's this implied? Uh, like 16 to 19? Yes. Get, yeah, ugh. probably. All right. Uh, Jerry Judy is not playing. Chase Edmonds is on IR. Melvin Gordon was waived. Could you imagine being a big Melvin Gordon head before the season? The only thing Mm -hmm. more embarrassing was if you if you uh, were somebody who liked Daryl Henderson. Could you imagine being both? That's brutal. Jeff's going insane. (laughs) All it took was two okay to bad running backs getting cut, and I'm losing my mind. Uh, (laughs) Terrace Marshall is questionable with the shoulder injury. And folks, Sam Darnold time. He's going to save DJ Moore. Let's go. Oh, I saw I saw that everybody was like, uh, last year with Sam Darnold, DJ Moore had his best production of any of any quarterback he played with. <laughs> wow. <laughs> but this year, going into the year, we were like, but inst- what if instead of Sam Darnold, he had Baker Mayfield? <laughs> now that we're like, of, but what if instead of Baker Mayfield, he had Sam Darnold? Yeah. Uh, what if DJ Moore is just a guy who gets a thousand yards and four touchdowns every year? Yeah. What if what if he is a good football player in a bad situation and playing musical chairs with his quarterbacks doesn't help? Walker said that this will be his third quarterback. Walker, this will be his fourth quarterback this year. Jacob Eason threw like 20 
Tony oh, Costas. Yeah, oh, I forgot right. about that. This is a dreadful situation. Uh before we get to my question, uh, or in my trivia question, are we starting DJ Moore while we're talking about him? Um, I, I would Dad, not. Again. I'm stopping you both. Too much thinking. The answer is a knee jerk. No, it's the Denver Broncos. Yeah, That's it's, true. it's Denver. I no, no, thank you. Yeah, knee jerk. No. Yeah, you both thought for too long. I answered for you. So I forgot who they were playing. I'm sorry. Yeah, I, I didn't think. Yeah, that's a great point. Speaking of the Denver Broncos, I have a trivia question for the two of you. Okay. One quarterback in the NFL with at least 200 pass attempts this year has a worse touchdown rate than Russell Wilson's 2.3%. Who is it? Who is the only quarterback worse at throwing touchdowns than Russell Wilson this year? I'm going to say Daniel Jones. Oh, no. I changed my mind. Marcus Mariota. Mike says Marcus Mariota. Okay. Um, Walker says. Baker Mayfield. Oh, yeah. I don't think Baker has enough pass attempts. Oh, okay. Uh, Who's got tiny little baby hands and was drafted this year? Kenny Pickett. Kenny Pickett. Pickett. With with a 1.3% touchdown rate. Yay. Yeah, so uh, no points for either of you. But uh, next question is feud, and then we got a four-part question, which each one is worth a point. So it's anybody's game still. Um, all right. Uh, will this game have more passing touchdowns or turnovers between uh, uh, Russell Wilson and Sam Darnold against the Rave? Or, sorry, the Broncos defense? Will this game have more passing touchdowns or turnovers? Uh, turnovers. I will say it's two to three. I'm going to say touchdowns in just the reverse order, two to three. You're telling me Russell Wilson and Sam Darnold are combining for three passing touchdowns in this game. I am, even though I'm, that sounds crazy. I'm going one touchdown, four turnovers. Oh, jeez. I'm going four turnovers in this game. I'm saying there's going to be two picks of Sam Darnold, there's going to be one pick of Russell Wilson, and there will be a lost fumble at some point. Mm. And there will be one passing touchdown because the Panthers will get a rushing touchdown to each to Chuba Hubbard and Deonta Foreman from the one. Yeah, and it could happen. And they will win, They will lose 14 to 15 because Brandon <laughs> McManus will kick five field goals. 14 to 15. Yeah, I like that. Oh, no, wait, that won't work. Russell Wilson needs to throw a touchdown for that to work. They will lose. They'll 16 to 14. 16 to 14. There we go. Woo! Four, four, uh, four field goals for Brandon McManus. Uh, by the way, in my home league, I would just like to say I started Nick Folk. Uh, I got him off the waiver wire uh, in our insane bonkers scoring system. 17 fantasy points last night. Let's go. Nice. nice. Which is 20 points more than the guy I started last week got. And no, I did not say that, Ronald. Negative three. Oh, boy. did you have Graham Gano? <laughs> uh, I forget who I had. Uh, I rage dropped him. It might have been Graham Gano because I remember what I saw. Him Gano I... went 0 for 2 on extra points. Uh Let's see. It was. Don't forget, I told you my scoring settings are insane in this home league. It was. Oh, it was Nick Folk last week. Nick Folk had negative two. So it's 19 points more. Oh. Yeah. 
Woo! Home league, get rid of kickers. You hear me, Joe Berg? I know you listen. Get rid of kickers. Our commissioner isn't listens. Um, all right. Uh, are we starting a Panther? Um, no. 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 All right. Not not in this matchup. No. Is Jerry Judy a start? Uh, I'm sorry. Is Cortland Sutton somebody that you're starting? Uh, I think he's a wide receiver three. Um, I, I don't expect him to have a huge game, but I think that he's got a high floor. Um, all right, Mike, let me ask you this. Uh, are you starting Cortland Sutton? And uh, would you start Latavius Murray over him? I, I would start Latavius Murray over him, um, but I'd still start Cortland Sutton in, in at least a flex spot. All right, Walker, are you starting Latavius Murray? Yeah. All right. Um, Please don't start Russell Wilson if you can help it. I wouldn't recommend that. He stinks. God, he's so bad. Ugh. He's not good. Folks, he's terrible. He's awful. Seattle with the high train robbery. Um, I know. Oh, my God. They're going to get a top five pick. Jeez. Ridiculous. And they have Geno Smith. We're gonna, hey, well, the Lions are going to get a top five pick from the Rams, and we have Jared Goff. <laughs> I was going to say, and you have Jared Goff. <laughs> crazy uh all right we have, we have jared goff and his replacement that's right we just don't know who it's gonna be yet <laughs> i was gonna say who's your backup no it is replaced no i don't who's mean the backup that. who's the backup nate sudfeld studfeld that's yeah. former 49ers legend nate sudfeld please put some respect on his name <laughs> never all right uh is that it for this game uh, I oh, got then Den- I need the Lions to win more because the Colts need a quarterback too. I got Denver winning. Uh, I'll take Carolina. I think I had Denver. All right. Um, yes, I do. I have Denver. Do you? Yeah, he does. Are you sure? I think so. Okay. All right. So next game up is Baltimore at Jacksonville. Baltimore seven and three. Uh, Jacksonville three and seven. This is a forty-three and a half point over/under. Baltimore four point favorites for Baltimore. Ronnie Stanley is out. Lamar Jackson will play. Isaiah Likely, Devin Duvernay, Demarcus Robinson, and Gus Edwards are all true questionables. This is where I say watch the starter sit show on Sunday. Uh, inactives come out at eight thirty. We will let you know who is playing and who is not playing. Um, for this game for the Jacksonville Jaguars newest Jacksonville Jaguar legend Daryl Henderson will not be playing this week so Walker let's assume Demarcus Robinson plays what is yeah. your question for this week uh you need a wide receiver three are you starting Zay Jones or Demarcus Robinson mm. Demarcus Cousins Robinson yeah yep I agree Demarcus Robinson he seems to be the 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 number one guy for Lamarcus. Um, Lamarcus. 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 <laughs> Lamarcus. Cousins. Jackson. Jackson. <laughs> yes. Um. So I. Yeah. He had a really good game last week too. Didn't he go over a hundred with yes, nine for one twenty eight? Yeah. So I, I'm definitely Demarcus Robinson. Well, this is I, not good because I have this quandary in my home league and I have Zay Jones ranked higher. I would also go Demarcus Robinson, and I will explain why. I know I just said the name, uh, because 
he's the number one target there. Zay Jones is not. Mark yes. Andrews is the number one target. Uh, okay, so, well, Evan Ingram's higher than Zay Jones then. No, he's not. Yeah, he is. <laughs> he just sucks. That's the problem. Can't catch the <laughs> ball. He's he's not ahead of him in targets, I don't think. Uh, look, look. <laughs> I'm, I'm talking what? vibes. I'm saying by vibes. Well, I don't know what that means. I don't like Zay Jones. I don't care. Demarcus Robinson's better. Demarcus Robinson had one good game, and everybody's like, oh, my God, Demarcus Robinson is going to be a top 24 receiver. Do, hold on. First of all, do not put that on me. I like Demarcus Robinson be- you. before that game. I'm not putting it on you. I'm just saying I don't I don't care for all of this. You know, Demarcus Robinson does one thing, and all of a sudden he's better than Zay Jones, who's been pretty good all season. Yeah, but Zay Jones. Uh, he, no, like he did nine receiver. things. Okay, which caught was nine. Catching footballs. For no, it was cool. Yards. I had him in my lineup. It was cool to see him do it, but I just don't know if it's replicable. Well, I got got because I was going to say, how many targets did Zay Jones have last week? And he uh, did not play last week, but the week before that, he had 10. So I'm owned. Owned. Got it. I'm thoroughly owned. All right, fine. Go Zay Jones. See how that works out for you. See Actually, if I Zay Jones is See probably the number one wide receiver, considering he's played one less game than Christian Kirk and has five less receptions. Kirk clears. Kirk Kirk is better. Kirk, is, Kirk better. is better. So he'll score more points. But yeah, Zay Jones is getting like just as many targets. Yeah, that's what it looks Look, I already conceded that Zay Jones is the superior Jones on the Jaguars. I'm not conceding Zay Jones versus Demarcus Robinson as well. Well, I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to well, do it. Mike, have you conceded it? I No, I'm going to stick with Demarcus Robinson just because they need to receive a, a, tar- a guy to start. So <laughs> Jeff's, going, Jeff's going crazy. <laughs> I, do, I, do, I do appreciate when we use these questions to just figure out lineup decisions for ourselves. Yeah. <laughs> We're doing why it. else do the show? I mean, that's yeah. the whole reason we do it, right? <laughs> All right. Lamar Jackson must start. Mark Andrews must start. Christian Kirk must start. Yep. Walker, what about what? Trevor Lawrence and Evan Ingram? Uh sure. I mean, I have Lawrence at twelve and Ingram at eleven. So if those are your best options, I don't hate it, but I would like to start somebody better. Where do you have Zay Jones ranked this week? 30. Where do you have Demarcus Robinson ranked? 40. Oh, brother. Mike. Wow. Uh, we need to find a new third co-host for this <laughs> this whole thing that we're dealing with. Jeff, here. Walker disagrees with Jeff once. Jeff, you're off the podcast. You're, you're off the podcast. Oh, tra- uh, Travis Etienne must start. Forgot about him. Uh, yep. Have no idea what's going on with the running back. Literally no idea what's going on with the running backs in Baltimore. I have no clue. Yeah, whoever the starter is is like a good flex play, but yeah. who who is that? Great yeah, question. Who knows? Scholars have been asking it for centuries. <laughs> Nobody can tell. Nobody knows the answer. Um, I think that's everybody in this game, right? Uh, Don't get Devin Duvernay off your rosters. He's sixty percent rostered. Stop it. Wow, that's a lot. Yeah, he's, he's had not, one good game since week one. He's not been yeah. very good. Yeah. Yeah, so 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 get them off your rosters. All right, uh, who wins this one? We all got Baltimore. Yes. Baltimore, just like Tennessee, they'll figure it out. 
They won't look good, but they'll figure it out. The defense is getting better. It is. That's true. Yeah. Roquan Smith certainly doesn't hurt things. <laughs> true. All right. Uh, afternoon games. Uh, Chargers at Arizona. Chargers are five and five. Arizona's four and seven. This is a 47 and a half point over under. Chargers, four and a half point favorites. Mike Williams is out for this one. Keenan Allen and Gerald Everett are both off the injury report with a hamstring and groin injury, respectively. Uh, Rondell Moore is out for this game with a groin injury. Greg Dortch is a game time decision. Um, Hollywood Brown might be activated for this game. And Kyler Murray, quote, will start, according to Cliff Kingsbury. Nice. So Mike heard our question our, our uh, concerns about his question last week walker and he fixed it oh is justin herbert a top five quarterback last week mike <laughs> you just put is justin herbert a top 10 and we were like top 10 what <laughs> uh i would say no not a top five quarterback top 10 quarterback yes uh he is a top 10 but he's not a top five quarterback Hurts, Mahomes, Allen. Who am I forgetting? Hurts, Mahomes, Allen. Burrow. Burrow. Yeah, Burrow probably over Herbert. Jackson. No, don't even say Jackson. (laughs) I'd say Herbert is sixth. I have Gino ahead of him, too. I do not. More Gino, more like G. No. I'm off the podcast. <laughs> we did it. Um, I mean, he could be. I'm going to say no, because I think it doesn't matter because you're starting him. You're starting him. But no, Mike Williams keeps him out of the top five. I yeah. don't think Josh Palmer is going to do it again. Yeah, I think he'll be less efficient. Yeah, there'll be a lot of Austin Eckler. Actually, it'll be a lot of Gerald Everett against the Arizona Cardinals. Um, so let's start from there. Uh, are we, Keenan Allen must start, correct? Yes. Yeah. All right. Austin Eckler, duh. Um, Josh Palmer. There's there's no Mike Williams going up against the Cardinals, who they gave up last time. Last time we saw them, they were giving up. Um, would you start Josh Palmer this week? Um, three wide. No. Three wide receiver leagues only. Yeah, I agree. All right, let's ask this. Uh, Let's bring him in. Let's loop him into discussion. Josh Palmer, Zay Jones, or Demarcus Robinson? Jones. Over Demarcus Robinson. But would you start Demarcus Robinson over Josh Palmer as well? Yes. Okay. So so for Walker, it goes Jones, Palmer, Robinson. For Mike, it goes Jones, Jones, Robinson, Palmer. There goes Robinson, Jones, Palmer. Okay. Palmer's last. Yeah. Okay. Um, If Hollywood Brown is back, are we playing him? Yes. Yes. I would say no. Uh, Yes, because Rondale Moore is not playing. Greg Dorch is probably not playing. Yep. I stand corrected. I agree with Walker. Yeah, that's the same reason for me with Demarcus Robinson. There's just nobody else, so... That's why I stand corrected. I will start Hollywood Brown this week and take my lumps if he screws up. Cool. Um, um, Walker, uh, I'm that? trying to think. Uh, how high do you have Gerald Everett ranked? Six. 
Mike, would you go higher or lower than six on Gerald Everett? Um, I, I'd maybe go five, but six is fine. All right. For the people that don't listen to the rankings episode, uh, George Kittle or Gerald Everett? <laughs> Gerald Everett by one. Woo! By one, yep. Six, six and seven. Yeah. Would you rather much. start? You start Gerald Everett. Okay. Um, for the Cardinals, uh, you're starting. Are you? Are we starting James Conner? Uh, poor man's Jamal Williams. Yeah, I mean, he, yeah. Even though he's a poor man's, he somehow gets it done every week. Yeah. All right. Let me ask. Sorry, Walker. Oh, I was gonna say yeah. Bad run defense. So definitely. James Conner or Antonio Gibson? Conner. Yeah, Conner. James Conner or Travis Etienne? Conner. Mm, I was going to say Etienne because he probably catches more passes, but I think um, Conner gets in the end zone, so Conner. All right, last one. James Conner or Latavius Murray? Conner. Yeah, Connor, because he catches passes. All right. Um, Mike, let's it? get that. Go ahead. I was just going to ask if that was it for this one. Yeah, Mike, let's get that win-loser draw. Win-loser draw, James Connor, Austin Eckler, DeAndre Hopkins. Uh, I'm going to go with win, James Connor, draw, Austin Eckler, lost, DeAndre Hopkins. I'm going to go with draw James Conner, which is 16 carries for 52 yards and a touchdown and four catches for 13 yards. The full Conner. The full Conner. I'll go win Austin Eckler, and I will go lost DeAndre Hopkins because I think this is going to be a bad game for the Arizona Cardinals. I agree with Jeff. Okay, we all got the Chargers winning this one. All right. Uh, I realized my question, we already talked about it for this game. So we'll skip the question, which was, is Geno Smith a top five quarterback this week? We already talked about that um, when we were talking about uh, Justin Herbert. So uh, Vegas three and seven travels to Seattle, who is six and four, 47 and a half point over under Seattle, three and a half point favorites. No injury notes for the Las Vegas Raiders, but D Eskridge will not be playing this week. So adjust your rankings and your, your start sits, adjust everything accordingly for D Eskridge being out. All right. And the trivia question for this one is, this is the feud. This is this week's feud. All right. You both ready? Yeah. Mm -hmm. The question is, Derrick Henry is first among running backs with 120.9 total yards per game. Josh Jacobs is second with 118.1. Who are running backs three through seven in fantasy points per game? I'm sorry, in total yards per game. And this was before Thanksgiving. Mm. Thanksgiving. Okay. Uh, Nick Chubb. Yeah, Nick Chubb's a good answer. Um, I'm going to go Joe Mixon. Wait, 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 that's not how feud works. Well, he gets a chance to beat me if it's not number one. Right. Okay. Oh, that's right. So Nick Chubb is third. So third on this list, fifth in the league. Um, so he, Nick Chubb has 105.9 yards per game. Joe Mixon is not on the list. Okay. Got him. 
Okay, I'll play. All right, Walker's going to play. Austin Eckler. Austin Eckler is not on this list. Really? Wow, okay. Yeah, hold on, hold on. Yeah, Give yeah. him the buzz. Uh, Saquon Barkley. Saquon Barkley is top on this list, number three Whoa. in the league. 116.3 yards per game, and this is why I specified this was before Thanksgiving. Yeah. Because uh, he, this number went down. I can imagine. Yeah. Christian McCaffrey. Christian McCaffrey, right behind Saquon Barkley, 106.4 yards per game. So that means we need uh, four and five, which is uh, six and seven in the in the league in running back yardage. Oh, uh, um, Ramondre Stevenson. All right, that's two wrong. Mike, get ready to sleep. Walker gets one more wrong. Um, Aaron Jones. All right, Mike, it is your board to steal. Aaron Jones is not on the list. That's so we have list. Saquon Barkley, Christian McCaffrey, and Nick Chubb. We need one of the last two guys. Dalvin Cook. Walker, you are the winner. Oh. Cook is not. Who is it? Alvin Kamara. Oh, okay, 47, Alvin Kamara. Number five, Mike keeps overthinking these running back questions. He's literally on your side. Why did team, I even Mike? think about Jonathan Taylor? <laughs> oh, come on. 98.8 yards per game. So Walker gets that point. Walker's winning three to two. But again, this is anybody's game because the last trivia question is four questions worth a point apiece. Uh, since we already talked about Geno Smith being top five, we will skip the question for this game. And I will ask you this. Uh, we're starting Devontae Adams. We're starting Josh Jacobs. We're starting Kenneth Walker. We're starting Geno Smith. Hmm. Are we starting Tyler Lockett, DK Metcalf? Yes to Lockett. Um, Metcalf in three wide receiver leagues, I would say yes. In two wide receiver leagues, no. Mike? Unfortunately, yeah. Um, I agree with Walker. Lockett, yes. Metcalf, just no. Um, unless you're in that deeper kind of form, um, starting league. Okay. And do not start Derek Carr. I'm not no. even asking. I'm telling. <laughs> I'm telling. Don't start Derek, Derek Carr. Seattle has a great secondary. Uh, Foster Morrow. Are we starting Foster Morrow? Yes. I'd rather not. It's a good it's a good tight end matchup. That's yeah, the only it's a good I tight ask. Exactly. Yeah, it, it is. I, mean, I I think you can stream him. Like I wouldn't mind it. Um it's just that with everybody playing this week, I just have other tight end options that I feel are more proven, I suppose, on the season. But yeah. Moro is a fair bet to get in the end zone, I would say. Yeah. All right. Um and then don't start the Seahawks tight ends. No. I wouldn't I wouldn't do that, no. Okay, we all got Seattle winning this one. Next game up, Rams traveled to Kansas City. Uh, this is a 44.5 point over-under. KC, 14.5 point favorites. Rams are 3-7. and seven. KC's 8-2. and two. That's going to go to 3-8 and 8-3. And eight and Matthew Stafford is not playing. Daryl Henderson is no longer a Ram. 
Allen Robinson is questionable with an ankle injury. H.C. Higby is questionable with an ankle injury. And, uh, quote, you'll see Sunday if Bryce Perkins starts per Sean McVay. Uh, okay. <laughs> Thanks, man. <laughs> cool. Cool, dude. Um, so, Mike, what's your question of, of, uh, for this game? The question for this game is, can we start any Ram? No, next question. Uh, I think you can start Higby. Yeah, you can start Hick Ram Higby. Um, other than that, no. I will be starting no Rams because I have hate crime Higby on no team. So that's right. Same with me. I, I do not have the guy. So yeah, I'm I'm not playing any Rams. Okay, Mike, are you playing any Rams? No, no, that team sucks. <laughs> Hold on, I'm gonna edit in here. Uh, I'm gonna start Cam Akers. Okay. <laughs> oh no! Don't clip that. Do not clip that. <laughs> Alrighty. Um uh are we starting so Juju will be oh I forgot to do the KC uh injuries. Kadarius Tony is out, Juju will be back, Jarek McKinnon is questionable, C E H is on injured reserve. Um are we starting Patrick Mahomes or Bryce Perkins? No, I'm just kidding. Uh, of course of course we're starting Bryce Perkins. Um of course. Juju, here, let me ask you this. Is Juju the wide receiver one? Uh, overall? No, in, in, uh, for KC. Well, yeah. Okay. I was just letting us get, I was letting us get our, our back pats back in because he's back from injury. Oh. Well, yeah. Juju's, Juju's back. Uh, play him. There you go. All right. Um, is CH really hurt or is he just on the I suck IR? He's on the I'm really bad at football list. <laughs> I, okay. I'm rough. I'm rough. There we go. I'm, uh, yeah. Uh, we warned you. That's all I can say about CEH. We warned you. <laughs> we told you and you blew it. You blew it. Um, so what are we doing with the running backs? Isaiah Pacheco, Cam Akers, Jarek McKinnon. I guess rank those three. That Isaiah Pacheco, Cam Akers, Jarek McKinnon. That's the order. And but Isaiah Pacheco is what, like RB 37? 36. Yeah. I was close. Um, Mike, what do you, the same order? Yeah, same order, but I want, I want Akers to actually be something and do something. But that's not going to happen. I hate it. He's not good. Mike, he's bad. I know, but he's supposed to be good. And when you're supposed to be good, I want you to be good. But when you're not good, then you're just disappointing. That is the Cam Akers. That, that, all of that, that's what's written on Cam Akers' uh, family crest. <laughs> very true. <laughs> uh, I mean, very straightforward again. Start your Chiefs receiving options, not named Marquez Valdez-Scantling. Don't start any Rams. And don't start anybody else in this game. Right? Yeah. Yep, that's right. Much. Uh, Patrick Mahomes falls under receiving options. All right, yeah, we got Patrick Casey. Mahomes. You are probably starting Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, I would start Patrick Mahomes. Hot take. <laughs> Patrick uh, Mahomes and Kelsey was supposed to be last year or this year. I don't know. Jody Fortson got too many snaps in week two of the preseason, <laughs> and I will never stop making that joke because it's the world's dumbest take that I've ever seen. Yeah. Do you, I, did you you were not on Twitter as much anymore, Mike? Did you see this? 
No, I don't even know what 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 that means. I forget who it was, but somebody was like, uh, they were looking at Travis Kelsey's previous preseason usage, and it was like week two of the preseason. They're like, well, I don't know, his preseason usage with Patrick Mahomes isn't in line with what it's been in the past. And I was like, who cares? It's it's Travis Kelsey and Patrick Mahomes. Does it really matter? Right. I don't care at all. Yeah. I, I bet I'm sure. Now? I'm sure it was Mr. Preseason Overreaction himself, Derek Brown. It might have been Derek Brown. I don't know. Walker's favorite Twitter personality, Derek Brown. He's just he he's the most like blandly annoying guy on fantasy Twitter. I don't okay. Blandly annoying and so and and no like strong takes, but somehow all the takes are wrong. It doesn't make sense. <laughs> yeah, he, he just he just is like the I'm excited about everything all the time guy. And it's he like, was the he was the Treston Ebner guy. He was patient zero for Treston Ebner. Yeah, absolutely oh. not. Like Ridiculous. he just he, every player that comes across, he's like, ooh, hell yeah. Ooh, he does the little wiggle fingers. Yeah, he's like, huh. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, next game, uh, New Orleans four and seven travels to San Francisco, who is six and four, 43 point over under Niners, nine point favorites. Jeff has to drive to the Bay area for the second time in five days. Uh, Saints, Mark Ingram is questionable. Andrew Pete is questionable. Marshawn Lattimore is questionable and Cam Jordan is questionable. So a lot of guys who don't matter for fantasy are questionable. For the Niners, Devo Samuel is questionable with the hamstring, but he should play. This is the same designation he gets every single week for him to take time off. Let me ask you both this. Jimmy Garoppolo. Uh He's handsome, right? Yeah, he sure is. Okay. That wasn't the question. Mike, what's your input? Jimmy Garoppolo? Yeah, he's a good-looking dude. The handsome man. All right. Is this handsome man a... Top 12 quarterback for the rest of the season. Because you look at his uh, his upcoming schedule, there's a lot of green on there for quarterback ranks. New Orleans, Miami, Seattle, Washington, Vegas are all green. Tampa Bay is a neutral matchup. Not a bad matchup, not a good matchup, but neutral. Is Jimmy Garoppolo, the king of vibes, a top 12 quarterback for the rest of the season? Um, no. No. All right, the name twelve quarterbacks better than him. All right, see you, you see you can't. Josh Allen, Joe Burrow, Patrick Mahomes, Jalen Hurts, Lamar Jackson, Geno Smith, Justin Herbert, Kyler Murray, Tua Tungavailoa, Dak Prescott, Kirk Cousins. Um, let's see here. That's eleven. That's eleven. Davis Mills. <laughs> Shut up, Mike. Uh. He he's on the fringe, I'll say, but I mean, like, I would still probably put Trevor Lawrence ahead of him. He's got great matchups. So does Jimmy G. That's the whole point of this question. I don't think Jimmy G's good. It's just the matchups. Yeah, I, he's he'd probably be like thirteen or fourteen for me the rest of the season. So close, but not quite. All right, Mike. Nah. Keep in mind, Mike. I'm gonna give you a chance before you answer this question. Keep in mind, he's gonna be starting for the Colts next year. He might. He probably should have started this year with the Colts. Um, and I'm glad he didn't. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Saving your season right now. Um, I. It's really close, uh, but I'm going to say no just because he isn't. What? Yeah. All right. Cool. Cool, man. All right. Uh, rank the wide receivers in this game. Ayuk Olave. Debo. 
Debo Olave Ayuk. Yeah, I agree. You fools. You absolute jesters. <laughs> Ayuk Olave Debo. Really? After two targets last week. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. He's been, he has more, well, before last week's game, he had more fantasy points per game on the year than Debo. Because Debo, because Debo gets carries, Ayuk gets catches. So through the vagaries of PPR, Ayuk has been more solid and, and consistent. And this has nothing to do with his two touchdowns last week. That's why I said before last week he had more fantasy points. This is just... Brandon Ayuk is Jimmy Garoppolo's favorite target in the offense right now. Um, more so than Debo, more so than George Kittle. Uh, Christian McCaffrey gets a lot of targets because he goes, read, 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 dump it off to McCaffrey. Like, that's yep. his game plan. So, um, so yeah, I would say Ayuk, Olave, Debo, but they're all top 24 options. Yeah, I agree that they're all top 24. Yes. Okay. Um Chris, oh, ah, I was going to say this facetiously, but Chris McCaffrey or Alvin Kamara, who ranks higher? McCaffrey, by far. By far, okay. Yeah, uh, well, I don't like how they're using him because they're they're getting other running backs involved. So. They're but using him like they used uh, Alvin Kamara his first couple years in the league. Yeah, which, so, um, it. It's hard to say, but um, I'm going to go Christian McCaffrey still. All right, so Mike brought up Elijah Mitchell. That's the other running back that's getting involved. Um, here's my take on Elijah Mitchell. He has Isaiah Pacheco disease, where he's good, he's getting touches, but he's not getting the touches that matter for fantasy. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I, I, I don't want to play him this week. I don't either. So you can, if you're desperate, he'll get you like six or seven fantasy points. But, um, you know, the touchdowns, it's like... You know, it's it's probably even money. Kyle Juszczyk versus uh, Elijah Mitchell scoring touchdowns. So, um, George Kittle, um, you might have a better option, but you're probably just going to start him by default. Yep. And uh, Walker, I refuse to talk about the tight end for the Saints. So if you'd like to talk about him, you could talk about him. I wouldn't play Jawan Johnson this week. No, 49ers, very good defense against tight ends. The only reason George Kittle is getting a start is because he's George Kittle, because the Saints are also a very good defense against tight ends. Yeah. Uh, don't start Dandy Alton, and I think that does it for this game. I would agree. I'm running out of steam. <laughs> Two more to go. All right. Green Bay, four and seven, travels to Philly, who is nine and one. This is a 46 and a half point over under. Philly, seven point favorites. Oh, sorry. We all had the Niners winning that game. Uh, mm-hmm. Green Bay injuries. Devondre Campbell is uh, doubtful with a knee injury. Romeo Dubs is out with an ankle injury. Uh, for Philly, uh, AJ Brown has a rumbly tumbly, um, and but he will play on Sunday, um, provided he is not uh, doing the scene from Dumb and Dumber. Yeah. All right, Walker, what is your question for this game? Will Christian Watson score again? Yes. No. Three, two, one. That's what the math does, says. I don't know if that's math. I think that's just numbers. Well, didn't he have three touchdowns two games ago? Two touchdowns last week? Yeah. So, Mike, well, what's the pattern say? Three, two, one. Blast off. Yeah. Pattern says one touchdown this week. He's not scoring this week. 
<laughs> no, the Eagles are going to smash the Packers into a fine base. Aaron Rodgers might get put on IR from his thumb injury. Yeah. I mean, this is this is too little too late. I think the Christian Watson stuff is too little too late. I think he will store, score a touchdown because he has become Rodgers' favorite end zone target, but it's going to be like 28. It's going to make it like 28 to 6 in the third quarter when he scores. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, the Packers make it, you know, it ends up being like 31-21 because the Packers made it look respectable with three second-half touchdowns. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Mike, what do you think? Does Christian Watson score? Yeah, I'll give him a touchdown just because he's learned how to catch the ball now. Um, So, and Aaron Rodgers really likes the fact that Christian Watson can catch the ball now and targets him because of so. So, I think he gets one in. Okay. Um, what about uh, El- we're starting Alan Lazard, right? He's like the possession guy on this offense. All right. Th- thank you for your answers. All right. <laughs> Aaron Jones, we're starting him. What about AJ? Er, let me ask this. You got a flex spot. Are you starting Aaron? Jo- I'm sorry, AJ Dillon or Alan Lazard? Lazard. Yeah, I agree, Lazard. AJ Dillon is a non-factor now. He's poop. Yep. Uh, he stopped. He stopped catching passes. And yeah, pass AJ Dillon, back. not a pass catching back, and I didn't jinx it back into existence. Uh, AJ Dillon, not a pass catching back, not a uh, ball rushing back either. But, yeah, I don't know what <laughs> happened from last year to this year, but he's yeah, not very I'm, good. Not not very good. You're not. You're supposed to better your play. You're not supposed to go worse. Um, guy is regressing. Do not play Big Bob Tunyon. Do not play Jack Stoll. Uh, play AJ Brown. Are we playing Devonta Smith? Yes. Yeah. Are we playing Devonta Smith every week? Right now, oh. yes. Until Dell Scotter comes back. So for the next at least two weeks. Yes. Three weeks. Yeah. Three th- weeks. Yeah. Yeah. He's on. Yeah. Yeah. He's only missed one. So three. Yeah. Next yeah. three weeks at least. Yeah. Yeah. Devontae Smith senior lineup. Okay. Are we starting uh Miles Sanders? Yes. Um do you want to do an either or make life a little bit easier? Yeah. All right. Miles Sanders or um Antonio Gibson. Sanders. Miles Sanders or Travis Etienne. Etienne. Yeah, I was gonna go Etienne. Sanders or Samaje P. Ryan. P. Ryan. P. Ryan. Ooh, I won an award with that question. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, my, last one. Miles Sanders or Rashad White? White. Sanders. Ooh. We got a little bit of controversy, a little bit of disagreement. Walker says White. Mike says Sanders. Uh, duke it out. Fight it out. Let's go. <laughs> Let's go. Uh, um, uh, Rashad Sounds White. Sounds like a good answer kids. to me. I'll go with that. I changed my mind. Walker wins. Let's go. Mike's too, Mike's too busy playing his uh, uh, freaking uh, slots game over there, whatever that noise was. <laughs> my, my little Tetris game. Um, all right. Um, do, 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 do. We're starting Jalen Hurts. We are not starting Aaron Rodgers. Don't do it. Yeah, I please don't no, do that. No, you don't. To quote <laughs> the gift that everybody uses on Twitter from the hit movie Step Brothers, not even if there's a fire. All right, I haven't we seen all, that one yet either. Eh, it's all right. Yeah, it gets, it's fine. It, it gets a lot more uh, hype than is deserved. 
I agree. Is that because of the meme? No, nah, it's, just, it's just a. It has it has some good bits, but it's also not funny in bits. So yeah. Um. Also overrated, and I'll say it. Wedding Crashers. Not good. So it's yeah, fun. I didn't like Wedding Crashers. No, it's not very good. Yeah. All right. Um, also, if you have any good memories of 40 year old virgin, just pretend that that movie stopped existing. Do not go back and watch it. Holy hell. Oh, uh, it doesn't hold up well. Uh, no, pretty. My, my wife and I tried to watch it and we were both just like, Ooh. like, we're just like, we, we, both of us, we kind of turned to each other. And we're like, I don't, I don't want to watch this. Like <laughs> this is, this is actually really bad. Yeah, this is actually not good. So, um, all right. Last game, Pittsburgh three and seven. At Indianapolis, is that a place? Yeah. Four and six football. and one. They are four, six, and one. Mike. They are thirty-nine point nice. over under. Indy two and a half point favorites. Jalen Warren is questionable with a hamstring injury, and no injuries for the Colts because they finally mercifully put Shaq Leonard on IR a few weeks ago. They don't yes. have to deal with that anymore. Mike, what is your question for this game? The answer is yes. I agree. I don't even know why I put it as a Is top Jonathan 12. Taylor a top 12 running back? Yeah. Yes. All right, let me ask a different question. Is Deion Jackson the new Naheem Hines? Yes, he is. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. They so used him they used him in, in both the I think at the end of half and I know they used him at the end of the game in the passing down. Yeah, so he has uh 7 targets in the last 2 games. Um Granted, one of those, he had 63% of snaps because they needed him um, because they were down 26 to three uh, against the uh, Patriots. And um, yeah, let me ask, uh, is uh, Michael Pittman a guy that we can start? Yeah. Yeah. Is my is, is it a good start this week for Michael Pittman going Very. up against the Steelers team? Well, let me finish the Steelers <laughs> team that allows the most fantasy points per game to wide receivers. Yes, it's Thank good. You. We should do it. Yeah, Michael Pittman's <laughs> been struggling. Matt Ryan's back. Uh, start him. Start Paris Campbell. Uh, probably don't start Alec Pierce. I wouldn't do that, yeah, but I would start those first two guys. Yeah, I don't know why they're what they're doing with Alex Pierce. He's He he comes out on third downs, and they put in um, Michael Strawn, and then he, they're, they're flexing him out. Um, half the time anyways he's he's I don't know what 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 they're doing with him but he he's getting I think he's getting less snaps with um, Jeff Saturday than he did with Frank Reich Uh, it's not good so stay away from Alex Pierce even though he does make a lot of great receptions and he's a really good rookie he just doesn't get the volume enough to be um, someone that you want to put out there even in flex options I heard what happened was Alec Pierce went up to him and was like, hey, more like Jeff Sunday, right? He is never getting another target. Jesus. <laughs> uh, for the Steelers side, don't start Deontay Johnson. He is dead to me. Uh, you can start Najee Harris. He looks better than he has in the past. Do not start Kenny Pickett. That is a psychosis. Um, what about George Pickens? Uh, no. Not against know. Indy. Is he is he really starting to take over Deontay Johnson's role? Well, not Mike. He could be, but you got to accept the Colts are good. They're good pass defense. They are you very good. You don't they're like to hear it when your team is good. That's true. Yeah, they should they're... lock lock him down. Um, I, I don't know if Gilmore will be on him or not. 
um, probably. Or either that or it'll be on Johnson. Yeah, um, I, I'm giving up the ghost on Deontay Johnson. He he was the he was the image for the cut list this week. Yikes! And it was titled "A Different Kind of Deontay Do- Johnson Drop." Hmm. Folks, he drops the football. Oh, um, that's a good one. I like that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and you're starting Pat Firemouth, and you're not starting yeah. Kylan Granson. Nope. All right. Yeah. Let's get that win loser draw, Mike. Win, lose, or draw. Pittman, Pickens, Pierce. I wanted to do the PPP. Pierce lost because the man ain't playing. Pittman. Actually, no. Pittman win. Pierce draw, which is like three for 40. Three for 38. And Pickens loss. Loss, loss, loss. Because Kenny Pickett is throwing him the football. Yeah, I, I agree. Loss, Pickens, draw, Pierce, win, Pittman. Pittman could have 120 and two touchdowns in this game. It could happen. He should he should be able to have yeah. This should be his his big game. It really should against his really bad secondary of the Steelers. All right. If uh, Pittsburgh loses before we get out of here, if Pittsburgh loses two more games, they will be under 500 for the year. Do they lose two more games? Yes. yes. Do they lose this week? No. Yes. Ah, see how I got you to say your answers. I agree with Mike. Colts win. All right, that's it for this week's episode of the Football Absurdity Podcast. Um, the Steelers over the Colts this week? Yeah. What? We can yeah, no longer be best friends. Wait, didn't we skip the last trivia question? Oh, we did oh, we skip did. the last trivia question. We did. Good call, Walker. Thank you, Walker. So this is New Orleans at San Francisco. So this so will this, be the last thing in the episode. This is the last thing in the episode. This was the one that uh, each one's worth a point. So... Oh, boy, and I almost had the – oh, shoot. Hold on. Something's weird about this one where the answer is not on the next click through. Okay, let's try this. The answer was showing up with the question, and I was like, well, that doesn't doesn't help things. All right, I'm just deleting the answer because I know the answer is off the top of my head. So I'm writing them down just in case. This is a great ending to the episode. You can just hit fast forward if you don't like it. Uh, but guess <laughs> what? You already listened to the rest of the episode, so suck it. All right. The question, and each one is worth a point, is uh, Chris Olave is on pace for 141 targets this season at 14.9 yards per reception. Four currently active players had at least 125 targets with the yards per reception above 14 in their rookie year. Name those four. Each one is worth a point. Jamar Chase. Mike Whoa. gets a point. Uh, Justin, Justin Jefferson. Jefferson. Wait. What? No, no. Okay, we'll, we'll do it that way. So, Walker, you say Justin Jefferson. Walker gets a point. Mike, it's your guess now. Um, Randy Moss. No. What? Walker? Mike Evans. Uh... Uh, Mike, let me ask you a question. Is Randy Moss currently active? Oh. <laughs> that might be important, right? His son has already has already been flushed out of the league. <laughs> uh, Walker, no, not Mike Evans. Um, Mike, use the hints. One was in 2021, one was in 2020, one was in 2014, one was in 2015. Tyreek Hill. No. Uh, Odell Beckham. Wrong. He did not have a. He did not have a 141 targets. 
I'm sorry, he did not have over 125 targets. He had the yards per reception, but not the targets because he missed four games. Right. Um, I don't know. Brandon Cooks. No. All right, Sammy Deebo. Watkins. Correct! Nice. That's a good one. All Cooper right, Cup. Mike. No. Uh, Allen Robinson. No, Mike was closer. What? Robert Woods. No, Mike's getting further away. Why was Mike closer? Mike was closer with Cooper Deontay Cup. Johnson. No. With Cooper Cup. Cooper. Oh, Amari Cooper. There it is. Hmm. <laughs> I was like, Cooper, Cooper, Cooper. All right. So, yes, it was uh, Jabbar Chase, Justin Jefferson, Sammy Watkins, and Amari Cooper. Walker wins five to four. Would you both like to do the tiebreaker? Sure. Okay. According to Next Gen Stats on NFL.com, Kenneth Walker III is the fastest ball carrier on a play this year. How fast did he go in miles per hour? 21.4. Walker says 21.4? I, I think that's exact, the, the exact number. <laughs> I don't think it is. You can't okay. go with the exact same number on a tiebreaker. That's not how this works. Um. Okay, 22.3. But I think it's 21.4. It is. 22.09. Mike is closer. Oh, yeah. <laughs> because we abandoned prices right rules. 22.07 miles per hour on a carry in week seven. And uh, I forget that I make the I have these crazy pictures for every uh, trivia question. And I forget to show you guys. So there's the trivia. All right. Nice. So that'll do it for this week's episode of the Football Absurdity Podcast. We will be back next week. Week 13. Jeez. Week 13. The next time we talk to you, it will be uh, the closing stretch. It will be the playoffs in some leagues if you have big leagues. It will be very close in most leagues. So thank you for listening this year. Uh, For Mike and Walker, we will be back next week. Take care and uh, have a good one. Thanks.